Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Zoe Snow. Welcome to the official, that's right, the first episode of the Naughty Knots podcast. Last week, we had the pre-episode one, just kind of getting y'all on on the pace of what we got coming. But this is the actual first episode. I'm super stoked. I got a super great guest. You're going to find out a bunch of great information today. So without further ado, I'm going to take a quick intermission and bring in our guests. So please stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for waiting for that little intermission. But as I promised, I have a very special guest for episode one. I'm super excited because this is not only a guest, but also one of my fellow co-hosts on the podcast. So with further ado, without further ado, here is one of my new best friends, Satan's little cutie. So say what's up. Hey, everybody. It's really nice to meet you. I'm really glad to be here on Naughty Knots and also being invited on as a co-host. I'm very excited for that and just being able to share knowledge with everybody here. For sure. I'm excited to have you as well. Like we always talk about before the show, like it's just so so many amazing things that's going that we have in place that's gonna be it's just gonna be out of bounds. I can't wait to get everything really good started. But I'm glad that you're here on episode one. So one of the first questions that I've gotten from you from one of my own fans is why did you decide to join the Naughty Nice podcast as a co-host? Oh man. Um well when you approached me about it um, I always have like a very open mindset about uh, opportunities and everything like that. And um, when I was hearing about the Naughty Knots podcast, I like I did my research. I like I went onto the Spotify and like I listened to like the intro for everything. And like I looked into your profile and I looked into the Naughty Knots profile. And I really saw this as like a, a perfect not only just a perfect opportunity, but I can see myself as like a perfect fit into like the Naughty Knot family itself. So when you approached me, it just, there was just like a light bulb in my head that I was like, I should take this. I should take this. And it sounds like an, a perfect opportunity. And I haven't regretted it since we started talking. <laughs> yeah, same here. Like I, I was like, so... I can't even find the word for how I felt because it just, everything meshed so fast, you know, so I was like, this is just, it's in the heaven. So, you know, <laughs> it just fit because uh, adding you, then also it's me, and then also Leah Clarice, Raven Moon, and Kay Jones, we just all have something to add to the show, and it just now is just one big old, like, unity type deal, and I can't wait for everybody to do the show at the same time. It's going to be amazing. Oh, but, <clears throat> So, also, before the Naughty Knots even came into your existence, so let's talk about the beginnings of who you are and how did you get into sex work? Oh, okay. So, I'm actually very, very fresh into sex work. I started June of this year. So, um, but before I joined into sex work, I did my research. I... uh, I was constantly on not safe for work or Twitter and Reddit and like reading into like all the stories everybody has about sex work and like very, uh, very much coming into the understanding that sex work is not the easy money that everybody likes to put it out to be. 
because True. it very much is not. True. Uh, there's a lot of effort that goes into it on top of like the photo shoots and your editing and like uh, your promotions and advertisements and like this, that, and the other that comes along with it. But um, I just, I fell onto hard times and it was, it was partially a thing of like, I wanted to get into sex work as just a profession on top of like survivalist sex work because I was continuing to get low on funds because I was unemployed and everything like that. But ever since I joined, I haven't regretted it because honestly, other sex workers are very, very welcoming into the community and are very open-armed about it. Mm-hmm. And I like I love that beauty about the community, but um, yeah, like that—that's essentially it. Is just I needed it for survival, but at this point, it's just become more clear that I want it as a profession, and I want to continue to do this as a professional. That's awesome. So being in it just a short amount of time here since June of this year, <clears throat> since. Coming in, you know, like I've been in the industry in and out for a while, but uh, having that fresh perspective, when you first got in it, like what was something that made you was like, okay, maybe I can't do this? Like, was there ever a moment where you just felt like, okay, this is not for me or, oh man, it's not what I thought it was? Like, like what was your expectations coming in, like realistic expectations? Um, ooh, that's a hard one because... Like, we've talked about it previously that I was into the social media game before I got into sex work. So, like, I understood a good chunk of, like, the heaviness of advertising and just the algorithm and trying to get made yourself seen. Um, And I think that kind of put a little bit of pressure on me. But in all honesty, just the drama that comes behind the sex work community just sometimes puts me off a little bit just because when I first joined it being very like open-armed very welcoming and then as I started getting more and more into it just seeing how nasty people can be towards each other and that really put me off for a little bit but for the most part there's not really a lot that has been happening that I was just like no, I don't think this is for me anymore. I want to quit. Like, I don't want to do this because I'm a very sexual being and um, I take my work with pride. Like, I know what I want and I know that people would want what I want. So that's the content that I sell. Okay, that's a time twist. Yeah, you said, say that. Said <laughs> <laughs> You do the content you want because the content. I'm like, what? Is that I, kn- <laughs> I know the content that I like. Therefore, I know people would like the content that I make because I like what I make. Ah, like, yeah, something like that. Like, where it's just, I know my kinks. I know where I stand sexually and I know what I like. And I yeah. know that there are people out there who are just like me who like exactly what I like. I got you. Yeah, that's a little, yeah, because you said that the first, I had to rethink, I'm like, what she just, she said the same thing twice, I'm like, what's going on? But yeah, I definitely get that, and that's something definitely I've always said about my own self is that, you know, just do what you do, don't worry about, it's not a competition, you're not, you know, don't try to do something that's not something you 
would do if the camera was off. You know what I mean? That's, exactly. how, that's, that's how I am. So I get you. I get your standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So coming in in June. So let's talk about the name. What did the name derive from? Did you? Were there multiple names you chose from, or did you have shorter names? Right, because when you see these long names, you like wow, how they come up. With, you know, what's a persona like? Is this more like your persona, or like tell us more about the name behind it? So uh, the name behind Satan's Little Cutie, I did have a couple of names picked out while I was trying to figure things out, uh, but a lot of them were taken because I was making, I was researching and making sure like no handles were the same. And like, I didn't want to be accused of like plagiarism or taking somebody's idea and everything like that. So Satan's Little Cutie came from a drawing that I made a couple of years ago. And it was the drawing that pushed me into wanting to do artistry full time and do that as like, as a main thing. But of course, like, not like, of course, but that kind of fell through, and from that drawing, I took that beginning and made it a new beginning for myself in sex work. Okay, okay. So as you mentioned, the artistry. So y'all may not know that we're, we're talking to a great, great artist, not just on paper, <laughs> uh, digital. So talk about talk about your, your art, your art and your drawings and what what's the inspiration you get and motivation to keep you know to have that that um that sort of outlet um so uh like it comes naturally like for for drawing and creating it comes very naturally to me because i've been a very creative person since i was a very very small kid um but just sorry my dog just barked um that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you knocked the flow off. <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> but yeah, the the creativity comes natural for me. But like the um what would you say? The inspiration that comes for my art stuff is I really like pastels and soft colors and everything like that and I also really like cult stuff uh and just um cryptids and like weird stuff like you know not a lot of things like people like kind of thing um mm -hmm. so like the Satan's Little Cutie drawing itself was a Baphomet head and it said Satan's Little Cutie on the bottom and like little bubbly pastel colors and like it was it said uh, instead of as above so below it says as you woo so a woe um just like a little <laughs> like a little play on words um, right I and, like yeah i i just really like making something that would be considered creepy or scary into something like really cutesy and very pastel and that's a lot of where my stuff comes from but i really don't have like a set style yet um i take from like a lot of creators um that i see around not like take but like i draw inspiration from i got you yeah because sometimes you know that's kind of what we all kind of do we kind of get you know we got that creative juice from watching the rest of us you know doing what we do you just kind of get kind of like a sense of style from that so you can kind of not do the same thing you usually do kind of gives you something else to do that you're not you know not doing the same old same old and get you know 
staled out, as I say. So yeah. yeah. But when I saw the name, you know, and I was like, I was thinking to me, I went straight like to to like a, a goth dark place when I heard the name. But you know, it's not what it is. So that's why I was like, the name gotta be something behind that. So uh you don't have a sense of like you say, you don't have like a niche yet that yeah for you just kind of just I don't know what a word would be. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, a niche, a niche would be a correct word for that. Just um, a niche or like a set style, because I mean, but I mean, a lot of artists, there isn't like a really set style because every artist takes from us from their favorite artists, just like, uh, like, there's one artist that I really like how they do their noses. So like, I, uh, I follow like the same steps that they do when they make their noses. And like, I like how some one artist will do like their line art and like how like, it leads from like a thick to a thin or like it's all thick or like this, that, and the other. It's uh, art. Art is every piece of artist in a big collage kind of thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. That makes a little sense to me, but I'm not, I'm not an artist like you. So I, you know, I just, I really love just seeing all kinds of people when they, when they can draw and, take something from like nothing and turn into like these masterpieces and digital art, you know, and I'm like, wow, it's like, it's a lot. And, you know, I think yeah. art, like, um, like we were talking about, like before the show, like you say that like the art world and then sex work combining it together, it just works for you as far as how they balance each other. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, I really, I really like the thought of mixing the two, just like, uh, I posted recently of me doing a art study of me drawing myself, like just my naked body. And I like the idea of being able to do that with like other creators if I wanted to, with their permission, of course, because I don't want to, you know, do that without anybody's permission. Right, correct. Uh, but like, I like the idea of that. And also like, it, it doesn't have to just be digital. Like I can, like, there's a lot of art or like, I mean, you could say artists like sex work, sex workers are artists in of themselves just because of the creativity that we have to output, um, just photo session wise and video wise and everything like that. Uh, just painting their bodies and doing stuff like that. And like, I, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I saw that picture you drew. Uh, I looked at it twice because I was like, wow, I didn't even know it was a real painting. I thought that was something like, I don't know, something with a filter on it, you know? Yeah. I, like, I had to look, I'm like, wow, like, somebody drew that actually? Thank like, you. Okay. Jesus. I was like, okay, <laughs> you, got, you got some uh, talent over there. So, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, wow, that's what I'm saying. Like, the artwork in the, you know, the, the artwork and sex work, I can see the balance in that. Um. <clears throat> Yeah. So not having like your certain style, you kind of like you say you kind of just feed off whatever energy you you have in that day or that time. Yeah. What's the most fun? What's the most fun of doing the sex work to you? Like is the photo sets or video? And what's the most complicated to you? Oh man, uh, customs. I think everybody has to agree has to be the most complicated of it because uh, just everyone wanting something different, depending depending on the client that you have coming in. Um, but I think the most fun that I have is, is with the photo sets most definitely, because I like to do themed photo sets, just like, 
Um, one recently that I just did was a vintage witch. And the next one that I'm doing is a vampire. And I did one before, which was like uh, a mommy dom thing. Like I always like to do something very themed and costumed because um, I like to do cosplay on my free time. And like, so dressing up is, is a, if I can find a reason to dress up, I will do it. <laughs> and this and this definitely gives me a reason to dress up because people love it and like I love that people love that like it that's it feed like their energy feeding off of my content I feed off of that because like seeing everyone loving what I'm doing makes me love it even more and makes me want to create more yeah it's like uh I can't say the word it's, it's a French word what is it um Oh, I can't think of it. Like, <laughs> is it pre? Is it like pre quo quo? Is that how you say it? Um, the, the oh, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> kind of like you know, you, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. I think yeah, fans, fans do do that. You know, like when you feeling like, like man, I'm just I'm exhausted. I'm burned out. I don't want to do nothing. But you know, when your fans compliment you, liking your stuff it gives you that energy and like you don't feel like your time is wasted it's yeah. like appreciate you know it's just that little bit of gratitude you get and you know it goes and it has to go both ways i always tell people you gotta talk to your fans because you know they're the reason you growing the reason you know you making sales and all this oh yeah definitely so i like that aspect so getting on to hobbies like i already know you have like a thousand bazillion <laughs> A bazillion thousand hobbies. Oh, but so let's many. talk about some of like your main loves that you just like. It's like your go-to's hobby. Oh, like comfort hobbies. Comfort hobbies. There we go. Um, I know gaming. I do know gaming is one of them. So I'm gonna put that out there. Oh yeah, definitely. I I play a lot of video games, and uh, I do have like a, cuff, a couple of comfort video games, which I feel like when I say it, people are going to be like, that's not a comfort video game. You you shouldn't have played that as a comfort video game. Uh, Binding of Isaac is one, which is like an over-the-top roguelike, and it's a very grindy type game where it's just like every time that you beat a run, um, you'll unlock new items, but if you die in the game, you have to start all over again. Uh, and then I play Hades, which is like another one is just exactly like Binding of Isaac, uh, but this one's with Greek gods. Um, and then I play a lot of Animal Crossing, and those are like my top three right now. Uh, they really, my games really interchange uh, a lot. Like sometimes I'll be playing Persona 5 for like months, and then I'll switch it off to like Catherine or Katamari uh, Damasi. Mm, I don't think I heard of that. Uh, it's it's like the Katamari Damacy is like um, you're like this little guy rolling uh, a big thing that sucks up all the little things around it and you build planets out of like ordinary things so like you'll start as like like foot height and you'll roll around like on dominoes and like little kids toys and candies and as it gets bigger you can like collect like coke cans and big planks of wood and it's just it's very much like a brain shut off game and you can just play and go. Mm. Yeah, what, what kind of genre game is that? I don't think I have heard of nothing like that before. Oh, I don't really know. Like I would I would categorize it as like a casual game. 
Um, I'm not really too sure of what you would put that under because it is a very odd game. It sounds odd. I'm it like, is. <laughs> something out of dominoes and toys and candy. Like, what the? Is this Candyland or Willy Wonka? I don't know what the hell. <laughs> so, <laughs> what kind of game is this? So, being a gamer, used to Twitch. Are you still twitching? Not anymore. Um, I actually stopped doing Twitch a long time ago when I quit doing um, art artist stuff full time because I had um, I had a fallout with a whole lot of art uh, artist friends that I was with uh, because of my mental health and a lot of them didn't understand so they blocked me and just stopped talking to me altogether. But I mean it's fine because it led me down the path of doing sex work and then I mean here I am. Yeah. Definitely. I said the silver lining, you know, the light oh, yeah. the tunnel. So found yourself in another way you didn't even see yourself before. So that's pretty awesome. Oh yeah. No, I like I I feel incredibly blessed to be doing this like today, because I like after everything happened, I lost all motivation. I was really depressed. I didn't want to draw. I didn't want to do anything. Uh and then um, I opened up my relationship to polyamory and I talked to my partner about it and I was like, well, would you be comfortable with me doing sex work and opening up an OnlyFans and like doing all of that? And he was like, yeah, I think that would be fine. Like, uh, because comfortability is always important in my book with my partners. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I mean, here I am. Yeah. That, and speaking of that, like life outside. So we'll talk a little bit about life outside of sex work so you mentioned uh getting to polyamory which i'm also poly i'm paying poly and the important like you said the importance of the communication and being like 100 percent transparent and open with your partners is very important when you're doing sex work can you speak about the importance of that Oh, it is. I I believe it is a hundred percent important to be as transparent as possible about your sex work with your partners, uh, or with your potential partners, because just jealousy can play a big part in that. Uh, which I know for some people that are like, that's kind of weird, but it, I mean, it's a human emotion, and we're all human beings, and sex work is still a really taboo subject for most. Uh, yeah. I like. With my partner, I'm always showing him my photo shoots. I'm always asking him, like, should I keep this photo? Should I delete this photo? What pose should I do next? What kind of photo shoot should I do next? Sometimes he'll help me take photos. Like, it's like it's really nice to have a partner who supports me in my work and also helps me with my work as well. Yeah, that's very important. My, uh, I like the aspect of, of um, being able to include, you know, your partners, especially partners who are not in sex work. I know a lot of sex workers, a lot of our partners seem to be other sex workers, but not in all cases. Some cases, you know, we call them, I call them civilians. We call them civilians. So a lot of us still have civilian partners and they don't quite understand some instances of how sex work work, but it's not on them. It's up for us. As the, as the other person to kind of educate them, you know, and, and include them like you do with your partner. Yeah. Let them know, hey, this is what's going on. Like, this is the process. Just having them there to do, you know, to come back, you know, information, you know, brainstorm ideas, 
it gives them a peace of mind, I'm sure. Like, what kind of feedback do you get from your partner? I mean, like, it's it's all very honest feedback. It's all just him, like, being like, yeah, this photo works. Or, like, this photo, it makes you kind of look, like, kind of... He doesn't, like, use the word frumpy. He just, he's like, you look weird. It looks weird. Like, <laughs> just the positioning. And I'm like, you know, I can see that, definitely. Because, like, when you're seeing your own photos and you're editing your own stuff, um, you can be your own worst critic. So, like, what you can consider, like, your worst photo can be the best photo to, like... Uh, your subs or the audience that you're trying to cater to uh, and having his outside perspective into my photos is really nice just because of the honesty that he gives behind uh, the critiques and all the advice that he gives but also um, just being able to be to get a glimpse of um, the mind of like what my sub would think kind of thing yeah Exactly. Yeah, so you can kind of get a gist of what content to use. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's really nice. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like, I have a partner, you know, like, she does porn. So it's kind of different than your situation. But it's, it's still the same because just being open, still sharing ideas, still switching, con- you know, trading content with each other, seeing okay, does this work for this? Like, what you think about this? Like, what should I shoot this weekend? You know, all these questions. Yeah. You still, I mean, just don't cut it out because the moment, the moment you get silent about it, it's like you're trying to hide something. Yeah, so, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to get into that kind of situation, but um, yeah, that, it's very important to have your partners included. That way everyone's on the same page. And also, you know, it, it builds a different bond, you know, and that's a bond you always can share. Yeah. Uh, Another aspect outside of porn I wanted to touch on was, and we, and, you know, we kind of, we brushed on it because we was working on ideas before the show. Yeah. And let's talk about, and you kind of, I think you tabbed on it a little bit, but not a, a little more in depth about having that, the personal time outside of sex work, mental health issues. Like, can you talk about how, What's the word? It is important, but it's another word I want to use. I can't find. But how in the world we live in today, how do you feel about people who shy away and hide their mental health mental health issues versus those who step out in the light and speak about it, even when they're dealing with it themselves at the highest moments? Like, can you just speak about the mental health? Yeah, no, I definitely can. Um, I have uh, borderline personality uh, traits with uh, bipolar type 2. So um, I have what would be considered a very, quote-unquote, complicated case uh, just because bipolar and borderline personality isn't as uh, researched or known uh, just by psychologic or psychologist and like ev- mental health professionals. So um, my my experience is always a little bit different compared to like other people's experiences with mental health, but everyone's mental health is very different. I I think it's important for people to talk about their mental health and come out about like their diagnosis and like, and I mean professional diagnosis. I do not like when people do... Um, home or like their own diagnosis like they're like I feel like this fits me 
like I understand like that's the first step of like understanding what might be wrong with you but I highly 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 encourage to go to a professional and get yourself examined a hundred percent and get on the right medications uh but I don't think differently of people who hide away from it not like not like hide away from like just their emotions, but like not talk about their mental health problems with some people because everyone handles their stuff very differently. Um, but I also feel like the state of not like just the country, but like a society in general about mental health being a big taboo subject uh, and everyone just seeing it as people being kind of like quote unquote whiny about it, but it's, it's very important because this, this uh, whole the, the just sex work in general can very much take a very big toll on you, uh, especially like uh, an example is I had in a, a minor contact me, and when I asked for ID proof, instead they sent me a dick pic, and I like it sent me into like. A few day depression reel because that that's unsettling it's unsettling to see and it's unsettling to get sent to you understanding the circumstances of that um and i really think i wish minors would stay out of the space i understand i used to be a minor who would go into adult spaces but please stop because that 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 will take a toll on people's mental health like it did it for me for sure just because i it it makes you feel gross like really gross but it's also important to step back after having a situation like that and assess yourself and ask yourself how you're feeling and if you need to take a couple of days break I can guarantee you your subs or whoever uh, is like paying for your content they they will understand they will understand and they'll say, hey, that's okay. Take your time and come back when you're needed. Um, because, right. like, I can tell you, my subs have always told me, like, that's that's okay. That's fine. We get it. Like, take your time and come back. And, like, I really love and appreciate them for that. And, it like, it means a lot. So, long story short, mental health is important in sex work. It takes a lot of toll. If you need to take a step back, take a step back. And if you want to be vocal about it, be vocal about it. If you don't, then don't be vocal about it. That's okay. Uh, your feelings are not invalid for you, t- or not invalidated because you don't speak about them. True. Very true. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I, yeah, I think, I mean, I think in the industry we in, I think it's it's a heavy toll it's a heavier toll because of it, it's the scrutiny you know we put ourselves up not everybody can do what we do just can't yeah and i always tell other sex workers like just be proud of this that fact alone not everybody can do this period. yeah it's it's a certain you know it's a certain mindset you have to have and i think it can, you know, I told you, like, I took, I had to take time away myself just because I was stretched in, you know, I felt like my brain just snapped one day and like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I just, I, well, I told you I woke up, I was like, fuck this, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no filter, I'm like, 
I'm not doing this shit no more. I'm not helping nobody do shit. Don't ask me shit. But it's because I, I've stretched my, you know, I stretched my mental health out, you know, too long where I wasn't paying attention. Like I said to myself, you know, those around me and that took a toll on me, you know, mentally and socially. So yeah. definitely, you know, take that step back when you need to or do you feel it? And yeah. I know everybody's not as vocal as, you know, people like you and me, but I still always say if you don't, you don't have to speak about your own, you know, you don't got to be allowed and, you know, put the light on yourself. But, you know, if you ever just feeling like that, like, um, try to reach out. There are numbers. Uh, I will put one in the comment section of the show so everybody can have a mental health number, somebody they can call and need help because we want to try to help people in our, you know, in our matters, especially with yeah. health because it can go to zero to a hundred real quick. Oh, so, definitely. Yeah. So, Check your mental health every day. Wake up, assess yourself. Not just physically, you know, mentally. Look in the mirror, talk to yourself. How you how you communicate with your inner self? Um, oh, definitely. And also, like another important tidbit is like, um, if you feel like you need to vent to a friend, or if you need to do like a good trauma dump, uh, definitely ask before you do that. You never know what everyone's going through and what your friends going through, and sometimes they don't have that mental capacity to to fully absorb what's going on with you. Yep, exactly. Exactly. You never know what we all going through. So I always ask for it, definitely. Just ask, ask. Oh yeah. So let's um so thank you for talking about your mental health. The oh, of uh, course. you go through that's um very courageous and brave of you and just you know just speaking about it alone, you know it's hard for a lot of people so it's good that you're talking about it uh i commend and i appreciate that um definitely important like you said i appreciate it i uh i'm very outspoken about my mental health uh just because i had uh, i was very lucky to have the tools that i did and was uh, given the treatment that I was supposed to be given and given the coping uh, skills and mechanisms that I was. Uh, and like, I'm really grateful that I was able to be given that. But I mean, a lot of people aren't that fortunate. Yeah. And, and I feel like being able to speak out about it and like make people more known of just like, it's okay to not be okay. It is, it, that is a hundred percent okay. Uh, and admitting that you're not okay is okay. It, it's not a sign of weakness. A sign of weakness is hiding it. Yeah. Being, like being scared of your own feelings is a sign of weakness. Like you shouldn't be scared of your own feelings. You should be able to to face them and and be able to process them in a healthy manner. Very much so. I agree with that. A thousand percent. One thousand. So you just wake up, like I said, do a, do a physical assessment, then, you know, however you talk to your inner self, get in touch with your inner self and see how you're feeling. So we're going to move the subject over. And this is something I'm very interested in because everybody's different. So describe a day in life of making content. So talk, tell me your process. Like, you know, okay, you go to sleep at night. You know, the next day I'm creating content, I'm making videos, I'm doing photos. What's that process like? And walk me through your process. You get a good night's rest. Or is there a certain you do yoga? Like what? Like what's your technique of how you get <laughs> up? 
how you get psyched up to do content in a, in a day? Like, walk me through that day. Like, <laughs> wake up, you wake up, brush your teeth, all that, whatever it is. So, yeah, I'll wake up, I make coffee, I drink a cup of coffee. Uh, usually I prep all my photo sessions a week beforehand. So um, after I post and do one photo set, I know exactly what I'm going to be doing after the next. And I usually do that on Tuesdays uh, and post everything on Wednesday. I have like a little planner with everything all set out. Um, I will, yeah, make coffee, drink coffee. Um, I will actually, I do my workouts on Tuesdays, so I look more toned uh, <laughs> for my photo suit or photo shoots. Um, I do a mixture of yoga and I also do uh, like weight training and I do um, just a little bit of cardio depending if my dog feels like going for a walk because he likes to be lazy sometimes <laughs> so like it like my how it goes is like yoga is like my first beginning and I'll do 20 minutes of yoga and then I do 15 minutes of weight training and if uh, I'm not feeling too tired and if my dog feels up to it I'll take him for like a 30 minute walk and I'll get my cardio in um and then after that, I take a shower and I do my makeup and I start getting ready and I get dressed. And um, there is a TikToker that I follow, Allure Boudoir, W-I is her at. And she does a lot of like really cool, because she does boudoir shoots. So she does like a lot of like pointers for like poses and everything. So I'll watch a couple of her videos before I start my photo shoot and then um i plug my ring light in and uh i begin i usually do like full 20 minute masturbation videos with every photo set that i do or i try to because honestly those take a lot out of you they can definitely. They, oh definitely uh and after that i uh I sit in my makeup for a little bit because like I really feel myself. I also forgot to say that I have a I have a bad bitch energy list that I listen or music list that I listen to uh while I'm getting ready. <laughs> What's so, on it? It's like a lot of Cardi B, Meg the Stallion, um there's Damn. City Girls, uh You got like some I like I like to hype hype myself like like I want to I want to feel like a top bad bitch like I want that energy to transfer into the photos like um so then yeah and then after that I sit in my makeup for a little bit and I because I really feel myself and I'm like do I really want to take this off right now and then I take a shower <laughs> I think I think I see a lot of on set I see a lot of a lot of models sitting in their makeup. <laughs> I don't think they. I don't think they do it. Like they don't know they doing it, but they actually just kind of you know, they feeling themselves. You know, I feel you know, and I'm like, yeah, yeah you know, just a little bit longer. You know, so you gotta you gotta enjoy um, the product of the process that you put behind it because like I I sit and do my makeup for like an hour, so like I want to sit and admire. Uh, I do not miss those. See those days, I don't miss. <laughs> <But> then, <laughs> Like I be there, so I'm I'm waiting. You know, obviously I'm not wearing makeup, so I'm just kind of chilling. But tomorrow, they you know they taking their time. Two hours done went by. I'm like, 
you told me to be here this time, and I thought we was about to, you know, I thought we ready to go. It's like, oh no, just you know, that's what time I start getting ready. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> if I had known that, I'm like, damn, I could have had a couple more hours of sleep or some shit. That's taking two, three hours, man. But yeah, I, um, I definitely applaud, and uh, it's it's crazy, you know. You got to give just mad props to you know you guys who wear makeup and all that it takes time to look right i get it you know yeah uh, especially when you're trying to get a certain type of look going oh, on that can, that can like yeah put more time on the on the scale so yeah i had to learn that the hard way i'm like i was ready to go and i'm like one hour two hours <laughs> it's like jesus but yeah, that's what's up, man. That that playlist sound crunk. I'm gonna have to get a sample of that playlist. <laughs> I'll <laughs> definitely send you a link. Send me that shit. In fact, <laughs> in fact, if you matter of fact, you, I don't know you on Spotify, you can make a Spotify playlist, share that shit, and I'll let everybody else that's hear true. what you got on that ratchet shit because we on Spotify. <laughs> so make sure you, make sure y'all following so y'all can get that playlist. Um, so do you when you just in your own element, not on not on no devices, just kind of you and your partner hanging around, just you being you. Yeah. Do you do you smoke or drink? Do you play card games? Like tell me all these things. Like what are some of these little miniature things that you I mean, are you into any of those things or no? Yeah. Uh I mean it's it's not as like uh a not a known fact because on my profile it's shown a lot. Like I smoke weed. Um but I do I don't like do it in excess. It's more of like a relaxation thing um, because I don't like to smoke so much where I'm like non-functional. Yeah. Um, I'm a giant nerd, believe it or not. I believe it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you believe it. You, you've been hearing about all the stuff, but I know everybody else who's listening, like looking at my profile, you're just like, there's no way. But, like, I play a lot of Warhammer. Like, I just started getting into that, which is, like, a tabletop uh, war strategy game because I'm a giant nerd and I love, uh, like, painting minis and playing tabletop games. So, like, I play Dungeons & Dragons, uh, which I'm really excited because tonight is the premiere of a, a D&D show that I watch. Uh, and I'm really excited for it to come out. Um like in in like without devices or anything like that most of the time that's what i'm doing is like uh i'm a dungeon master so i run D games with me and my group so right now i'm in the middle of writing a uh <laughs> this is gonna make me sound even nerdier uh -huh. i'm <laughs> i'm right i'm writing a jojo's bizarre adventure based D, D campaign because i like i like to watch a lot of anime as well and nobody in my D&D group has watched or read any of this anime, and I have. And it is so outrageously funny that it's just, it's funny, but in the fact that you could hide some of this stuff in D&D easily, and nobody would have, like, a second thought about it. And I think it's hilarious. You lost but... me. You lost me. Because <laughs> <laughs> think, all I'm thinking about is seeing, so, like, my dad was into it, too, and, like, still is, like, Dungeon and Dragons and all that Warhammer and like I'm just I just picture this table with this big ass magnifying glass and these little tools to paint these little big ass <laughs> people. I'm like, what the fuck? You gotta paint these people for why don't they come already painted? So I'm like, what the hell? So yeah, I'm like, no, 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 no. I just never it's not my thing, you know. And that's thing. okay. 
people play that. What is it? Ma it's called Magic the Card Game. I Magic? play a lot of Magic the Gathering too. Wow. <laughs> You just you on a whole freaking level, bro. Serious. I'm like, what's going on? Cause yeah. I also play I play Yu-Gi-Oh. You a super nerd. Super. Yeah. I... <laughs> super. <laughs> <laughs> you really showing your true colors right now. I don't know what I'm thinking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I like hands down, I'll admit it. I am I'm a massive nerd, but I mean, it's no thanks to my brother because like to him. I, uh, he would play like a lot of like Starcraft and Diablo. And I think that's honestly where it started because he'd also like had Batman comics, which I'm a giant Batman fan. Um, <clears throat> just a DC fan person in general. I'm done. <laughs> you lost me. We're going to talk about DC versus Marvel next show. I'm not here to set debate today. I'm just not. I am not. I will say this. As a as a, a small like little drop in, DC can't do live action worth shit, and Marvel has live action on like on lock. Okay, I can dig it. I can dig that. But DC can do animation better than Marvel. Oh, okay, I give you that too. So okay, I can give. I agree with both of those. You said some good things. Just now, you just redeemed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we got 10 minutes left. So I want to get these questions in. So Okay, 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 sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so these are quick hit questions. You got to answer no thinking. Hit it quick. Got it. So you're on a deserted island. Three items to bring. What are you bringing? A water purifier, a flint, and uh, what are they called? Flint and stone. You know what I'm talking about. You talking um, about the, hold on, what's that called? I can't, I can't remember. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, okay. Water purifier, flint and stone, uh, and a good book, because after I read it, I can use that as burning paper. <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's a good one. Okay. You go to any restaurant in the world you want to go to, where are you going? Ooh, Cheesecake Factory? I've been craving Cheesecake Factory, like, a lot lately. But there's also a sushi place down the road called Avocados that is fucking top-notch that I'm also craving. It must have spicy shit that you like. That stuff. I, it, ooh, it's so good. They have a volcano roll that is just pure spice. I can, I can foresee the heartburn just thinking about that name, so. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. Book. Flintstone trying to get this down. So, okay. Are you a hard, hard candy or chocolate? Ooh, I'm a little mixture of both. Um, I'm a candy fiend, so I'll eat whatever candy. I'll tell you right now, I destroyed three bags of candy corn in a week. Candy uh, corn is disgusting. I have. Are you serious? I, I fucking love candy corn, man. I know I'm going to out myself right here, right now. Everyone's going to be like, <laughs> that's fucking gross. But you know what? You like what you like. Everybody has their preferences. And you know, I'm not hating on people who hate candy corn or candy corn. Oh my God. I just, I could just smell the candy. I smell it. <laughs> I'm like, ugh, ugh. Okay. Halloween <laughs> is coming up. So I guess you about to really dig out. Oh, yeah. Okay, so chart, you say a mix of both. Okay, well, I already know this one, but sweet or savory? Sweet or, sweet or savory? Fuck. You know, I'm also going to say I like both because um, 
I bake and I cook and I cook a lot of things. Uh, mm. Lately, I've been on a uh, a Japanese uh, cuisine kick. So I learned how to make uh, katsu and I made uh, onigiri, which are like rice balls. Uh, and I've just recently added like MSG into my house instead of using salt. And I can tell you right now that is so much better. It is yeah. so much yeah. better. Didn't they eliminate MSG out of products? MSG is only uh, illegal in the United States, but nowhere else. Where are we? Well, where are we at? <laughs> like, it's not it's not illegal. It's just not used in products in the United States. Like, you can still get it here and it'd be fine. Like, the cops aren't going to bust down your door and be like, where the fuck is the MSG? <laughs> <laughs> they might, they might have this. They might be coming. It's not like illegal here. It's just uh, people people just don't use it in all the stuff, but it's actually a, it's a healthier alternative oh, to salt. You were dig good. <laughs> 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 the cops are gonna bust your door and say like that. I'm gonna freak the freak out, seriously. They're they're not they're not gonna scream, they're not gonna arrest me about the weed, they're gonna arrest me about the fucking MSG Amazing. out of my house. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, uh, so what? Um, favorite music genre? Ooh, I like all music except for country. Can't do country. Can't do country. I worked at Cotton Patch for a couple of years, and that oh, working got, there. I love that food. Oh, I love the food, but if they could stop playing the same five country songs over and over again, that'd be great. <laughs> I don't think they can. It must be some licensed thing in there. I don't know. It is. No, they like corporate sends sends them a CD that they have to play. Oh, uh, they locked it in on them. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. So, what's on the horizon for you, sex work wise? What's coming up next for you? Uh, right now, I actually have some things coming in for a vampire photo shoot, so I'm really excited for that. Uh, the teeth actually just came in today, um, which they look they look so good. They look so good. You got like uh, the full teeth or like just the fangs? I got the fangs, but I got uh, the werewolf pair so I could have like... Uh, I really like the vampire style of not just the one fang, but I like the double fangs. Like, do you get what I say? Like... The one long one, but like right to the left of it is that like shorter, smaller fang. Yeah. I really like the look of that. So like I had like hands down how to get that one. That's kind of clean. I like that. And then I'm doing a poison ivy photo shoot after the vampire photo shoot because I'm ivy. from like DC poison ivy. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh <laughs> you you, you want to hear something funny? I do. I can do a really good Harley Quinn voice because when I was, or not when, but I still do cosplay, but Harley Quinn was my first cosplay. And uh, what got me into wanting to do voice acting was learning her voice because I wanted it to be a very like in-depth cosplay. She annoys me. Huh? She annoys me. Harley Quinn annoys me, seriously. She annoys me when she was with the Joker, because I think that was probably like her worst character arc. 
And I think most people like that's the that's the phase they like her in that kind of that that era the most. I don't know why, but I don't either. Yeah, I don't. I, don't. So, I feel you. So this like these projects coming like for Halloween. Uh, are you doing something special for your fans for Halloween? Are you releasing like a special like horror type set or anything? You know, just for like Halloween, like something big. I mean, this whole month has been like a big Halloween release because I just did that Vintage Witch and then I'm doing the Vampire and the Poison Ivy. Like, I wanted to make this whole week like a big Halloween release for everybody. Uh, just because, like, I really love Halloween. And like, as I said before, I if I can find an excuse to dress up, I'll take it. Um, yeah. But like, I do, like, as I said, I do like a lot of themed photo shoots. So like, this isn't out the ordinary. And now talking about it, I kind of want to do something like, really big for like a Halloween photo shoot. Now I gotta get pumpkins because I have an idea rolling. <laughs> you got an idea that's, that's coming up in your brain now thinking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's what's uh I like to I like to inspire and motivate. I guess give me that credit for this one because I got you. I, w- I will I will definitely. Yeah, yeah. Hook that up. <laughs> <laughs> So the art, the gaming, just everything. Now podcasting, like you just doing a little bit of everything. You got a little bit of everything going. You like a one media stop shop now. You just growing your own. <laughs> so that's exciting. I like to hear that. You know, you're branching out. That's awesome. I'm yeah. very excited. Very excited. I'm glad I got the interview. Had the pleasure of that. You know, hopefully one day we'll flip the swift flip the script and you're one of y'all you can uh do an interview you can interview me since oh, I love you can that. Learn some little things that'll be pretty awesome so yeah. the next time y'all hear satan's little cutie voice is gonna be as a host so like i said Yay. newest co-host last piece of the puzzle super excited with the rest of the team uh it was great talking to you have this great episode one it's a great way to start it off and I will definitely stay intact because I need to figure out when we're going to do, like, the big, big next show, which should have everybody on the show. So I'm excited. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, I am, too. I'm, like, uh, I'm really excited just to see the whole dynamic with everybody in. Like, it's it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's, like, five different personalities and somebody going, I don't know what's going to happen. It's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's the magic of podcasting for sure for sure for sure whoa man i can't believe all this time went by that fast i was getting just i was just getting really excited to keep talking but we are out of time today but that's totally fine because like i said it's not gonna be the last time you hear Satan's little voice because (laughs) it's here to stay so we'll be podcasting two three times a week make sure y'all keep Intact with all the posts. I got a lot of things coming up as far as the promo work. Got some exciting things for you guys to also be involved in. I'm going to have a raffle for the holidays that's going to be coming up. So everybody in the cast will help me out with that. So I'm looking forward to that. If you guys have any charities, anything you do on the side like that, please let me know because I'm always looking to donate and help out any way that I can. And... Again, I want to thank Say's Little Cutie for being a guest today. It's been an awesome week. Because we've been talking off a podcast like all week and just oh, hyping yeah. myself up with it. So it was good <laughs> to finally do the show. 
we, oh, had, same. We, we had some technical difficulties yesterday, but we came back today strong, back with the yes, vengeance. Yes. I'm, I'm really excited. So, saying thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you guys for being great fans. And we're going to go ahead and let, I'm going to let you plug in your sites, and this is your time to shine. Uh, my, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my uh, Instagram is Satan's Little Cutie with an underscore, and my Twitter is Satan's Small Cutie S M O L. You can find me on OnlyFans and Fansly at uh, the slash Satan's Little Cutie, uh, and that's pretty much everything that I'm at. Especially or also here on Naughty Knots, you can find me here as well. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, yeah. um, say, gotta get that link tree. It's on Twitter. It's yes, live. Yes. Everything's on there. All the links work. I clicked on every one of them, so you should be good. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, and I want to kick a shout out to the rest of the team who will be hearing this. So I want to give a shout out to Leah Clarice, Raven Moon, Kay Jones. Uh, I can't wait for you guys to come on the show so we all can have a great time, great laughs, great stories cussing each other out, whatever the case may be. I'm just looking forward <laughs> to it. So it's going to be awesome. Again, Satan, thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you thank guys you. for being great fans. And this concludes episode one, official number one episode. So thank you guys so much. Make sure you share, like, comment, let us know what you want to hear. And look forward to next time speaking. Much love. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Zoe. I want to kick another shout out to Satan's Little Cutie again for being a host. Great, great show tonight. I had such a great time. We talk off of podcasts all the time. It's just amazing, man, the conversations. But yeah, quick shout out to Satan's Little Cutie. Also, the rest of the team, Kay, Raven, Leah. I can't wait to all us be on the same show, rocking it, vibing. It's going to be amazing. Next show, we're going to be talking about so much more, man, sex tech. What are the hottest toys for the holiday season? Spice up your life a little bit. We're going to be talking about sexual amity of zodiacs. We're going to be talking about what astrology signs out there are the most compatible and the most likely to fuck. Can I say, can I say fuck? I can't. Can you say fuck? Okay, so I did. So, yeah, so we're going to tell you which astrology signs are the most to get together for sure. And we're going to give you playful pointers, those who need ideas, those who just need a little boost in their creativity. We're going to give you some pointers, man. We're going to zoom, we're going to zoom you up. So I'm going to call it. I'm going to zoot. Z-O-O-T. That's the word of your day. Zoot. I'm going to zoot you up. That's my name, Zoe. Z-O. And I'm going to zoot. Z-O-O-T you up with this information. We're going to hook y'all guys up. We don't want y'all out there having bad sex, taking bad pictures, taking bad angles. We want to hook you up. Make sure you comment, let us know, hit us up. You can also join on here and leave us voicemails. That's pretty awesome, man. Please check out that function. Also, we're on Spotify. If you listen to this on Spotify now, awesome. Y'all know Spotify is coming out with that video, right? It's going to be pretty awesome, and we will be using the video podcasting tool. I can't wait. So, much to come from, from the Naughty Knots. Shout out to my team one last time. We are going to have a blast doing this. Great episode. I can't wait for the next one. But until then, it's your boy Zoe and I'm out. Much love.